Whether you're experiencing loss, pain, or just need a pick-me-up from time to time, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories and words of hope, love, and encouragement. Get ready to laugh while you learn. Here's your host, Joe Hausman. Good morning and welcome to my show, Go For It, here on the Empowerment Channel and Voice America. So glad you came back with us today on this beautiful Tuesday morning, August 23rd, 2016. Hey, thank you again so much for going to be on this wonderful show. Todd Magnuson is going to be my guest today. But before we bring Todd on, I always like to start off with a quote, some kind of inspiration, some kind of hope for the day for everybody. Today, my quote comes from Jay Sewell Perkins. If you think or dream about being wealthy, you have it in you to become wealthy or wealthier, as the case may be. Be aware, however, that wealth for the mere sake of being wealthy is empty and leads you down the long road to nowhere. Seek instead success in something you truly love doing. Find a way to be paid for it and above all, use it to serve your fellow man. Isn't that the truth? And that really epitomizes my guest today who has started his own show before in the past. So a little bit about Todd Magnuson. Todd resides near Trent, South Dakota. He has one grown son and one granddaughter. How fun. Todd grew up on a ranch where he developed a love for exotic animals. He spent several years working in the corporate world and when his job was cut, he decided to make a career change. Todd created some video shorts that caught the attention of a local TV station and were developed into a weekly comedy show, which aired on Fox and an NBC affiliate for seven years. Todd created Nature Adventures and serves as full-time TV host and executive producer for the show. So, Todd, welcome to my show, Go For It, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Well, thank you. It's great to be here. Hey, glad you are here. And Todd's a local guy. He's one of our local celebrities here in South Dakota even on my part of the state. So I'm really glad that you're on my show with me this morning, Todd. Todd and I met, oh gosh, I don't know, five or so years ago. And yeah. he was, was that when you were just starting your TV show? We were just uh, starting to go national with it. At the time, oh, we national. were just on locally. So Right, right. Well, yeah. and it was so exciting, and I was so excited to hear what, what new adventures you guys were taking with that. I have to tell you, Todd, I love animals. I'm not sure I really like exotic animals. I mean, I think they're beautiful, and God created them for a reason. But you have really taken it a step farther, and you have really decided to open it up and teach people about these exotic, exotic animals because I've seen your show, and I've seen what you do with them. And so you've traveled. Have you traveled the world or traveled the United States at least? Well, North um, America. We, we filmed everywhere from Canada down to Belize, and pretty much oh, everywhere in between. Geez. So. Oh, good for you. I did not know that. That's exciting. Yeah. Well, good. Well, yeah, tell me kind of how that all started and how you all kind of got into it. Well, for me personally, it started, I was an only child that grew up in Harding County, South Dakota. Now, mm-hmm. for the listeners that don't know where Harding <laughs> County, South Dakota is, it's the absolutely most remote part of the state, probably the whole Midwest. Um, the best way to describe Harding County is there's plenty of parking. So. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. <laughs> so I grew up as an only child out there, and I had pet antelope, I had pet mule deer, I had pet rattlesnakes, I you name it, I had it as a pet. Hawks, eagles, you know, whatever was out there. Um, in a farm, my dad would go out, he'd find these animals in the field, um, abandoned, and he'd bring them to me, and I'd, I'd raise them. So I, I grew up around those animals, and... Um, 
you know, just part, just second nature for me to, to have wild. I've always, I always had wildlife, uh, you know, and uh, when I uh, when I moved to the big city of Sioux Falls, uh, like I said, uh, like you said in my introduction, I worked at a corporate uh, place for many years. They laid me off, and I thought I would kind of get into video as, as kind of a hobby because I had mm-hmm. all the eight months paid time off. So I thought, well, I'll take advantage of it. So I kind of learned as I went. I kind of learned how to how to make TV shows just by watching them. I don't have any formal training or anything. I'd watch shows without the sound, and I'd figure out how they were edited and things like that. And uh, kind of started as a small production company. We're doing some local things, local shows, um, commercials, things like that. And on one of the commercials, I met Terry, the co-host of Nature Adventures, on, mm-hmm. on that. And I've always wanted to do a show about wild animals because that was my background growing up. You know, nothing formal, mm-hmm. but it, you know, it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and at the time, Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, was was really popular. And oh, you know, right. he, on his show, he'd mm-hmm. go around. He'd pick he'd pick up venomous snakes all the time. Mm-hmm. And and I tell my friends, yeah, I, I used to do that with rattlesnakes. That's no big deal. <laughs> it oh my no gosh, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I thought, well, let's make a let's just make a show for the for my friends. So Terry is the, my co-host, and we'll we'll go around and we'll make this show about rattlesnakes. And uh, and again, it was just for fun. So we make this show, and. Uh, I I thought yeah, this this isn't too bad, so I said uh-huh. just for fun. I sent it down to, to the PBS affiliate here in South Dakota, thinking maybe they'll air this at three o'clock in the morning or something, uh-huh. and I can say I had a show on PBS. That that was uh-huh. my whole, that was my whole goal, and I thought it was a million and one shot. But what the heck? Right. Well, I did that. Um, they called Terry and I in, and uh, they said we want to make this into a series. Mm. And long story short, you know, we were on in just South Dakota the first couple of years. Um, then we started airing in other PBSs in the Midwest, Minnesota, North Dakota, Nebraska. Um, from that, we got a deal with RFD TV, uh, the cable channel. Um, we were airing on there, one of their channels. And from there, we got a deal with ABC. And from there, we got a deal with Sony. And long story short, we're on nationally and uh, you know, nationally syndicated. You know, we've been seen in almost every household, or at least available, and mm-hmm. it's been a crazy success. Oh, I so. just think it's fantastic. So oh, I have to ask you, and Terry's not on the call with us today, but what did Terry think about your first show with rattlesnakes? Does she like rattlesnakes? I know Terry, so I was just wondering. I mean, does she like rattlesnakes, or was she a little scared of them? You know, her story, I wish she wasn't, because this is, to me, this is the most inspirational story there is out there. She was so afraid of reptiles and snakes. I had an iguana, and I used to keep it in, a, in, a, in an area above my TV. And when she first came to my house, um, she saw that, and she was just absolutely petrified of it. And she was so afraid of snakes that if there was even a snake in, a, like, a gymnasium, she wouldn't go in. But through me, I feel her through pain. <laughs> yeah, through education... Um, you know, I taught her about the snakes, and we, we found one on a road one time, and I actually got her to, to touch it and hold it, and bottom line is now when we're out and she sees a snake, she's way quicker than I am, and she's the first one on top of that snake, and she'll catch it, no problem. So. Well, and that's, and that's really a good case of overcoming your fear to get to success. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. Because I would have a, <laughs> I would have a hard time going, and I've touched snakes before, but I would have a hard time going on a show, and thankfully you had enough experience with it that you could, uh, you know, touch them and know things about them. But I would, I mean, 
God bless Terry is all I can say because that is just a true case of overcoming fear. So good for you guys. So are you still out on the road and still doing that or is it just all um, syndicated now? I guess I don't understand how syndication works, but why don't you explain that for me? Well, yeah, it's it's uh, syndicated. It's basically a, a station will buy the rights to license the show. And, okay. uh, and we've gotten an over the We've been on the air for eight years. And uh, we've got a bank of 78 shows done. And so mm-hmm. they'll air those shows whenever they want to. And to be honest with you, there, there are some stations that air our show three times a day, five days a week. So they, Really? Oh, nice. They, they must really be sick of me by now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have some really interesting shows because when I've watched them before, it, it's just things I would have never guessed and never known. So it really is an eye-opener and it's very as educational. And I think everybody should go online because they – can they go online and watch them or go to their local TV show and watch them, or how do they watch the show? Yeah, actually, um, PBS Video, the national website for, for, ST, for uh, PBS, um, they've put almost all of our shows online. So you can go there. You can link to it. If you just, to make it real simple, Google Nature Adventures, you'll find our website, and from there you can go there. Or just Google us on PBS, their website, and you'll, you'll find the videos. So. Cool. So it's Nature Adventures with the S on the end, right? Yeah. The, yeah. The website is actually natureadventuresonline.com or .org. Either one, it takes you to the same place. So. Oh, okay. Per- perfect. So natureadventuresonline.org or .com. Right. So right. that is phenomenal. So are you still doing shows now? Well, we, current we, shows. We've- We've done some shows that haven't aired yet. We we took a trip to Puerto Rico last winter and did some shows out there. We haven't done anything since then. Um, we've been informed by uh, by PBS, SDPB, the local affiliate where we all started, um, that they uh, they're done taking new shows. They they their budget was cut or something, and so so we're done. So um, whether or not we continue making new shows with Nature Adventures, I, I honestly I have enough footage I could make several more new shows. Um, mm-hmm. As far as actually filming, we've stopped doing that now, and uh, we're, we're kind of trying to start a new project, which really? would be a, a celebrity version of Nature Adventures, where Terry and I would take a celebrity out each time and basically tell a celebrity, wait, do you see what we're going to show you? Because we've been to some um, unbelievable places and mm-hmm. you know seen some unbelievable wildlife. And so we'd like to take them out, and, and you know the the whole the whole thing about the show is when, whenever we wrap up a show, we say you know as much fun as you had watching us, you'll have a lot more fun if you go on your own nature adventure, and that's really mm-hmm. the theme of the show. So we kind of want to take that one step further, actually take someone with us and show that person and the audience how much fun it is to go out and, and experience nature and be a part of it. So. No, I think that is fantastic. So, when you say celebrity, are you just talking about a local celebrity, or are you, you know, are you talking about me, Todd? Would you take me out and about? <laughs> Although I'm not yeah. sure if I'd want to touch a snake. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. We take, but <laughs> take you and and you know nationally known celebrities like you. Sure. So, oh no, yeah. I'm not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding you. So it would, and, and that's that would be a great idea because then people can relate more to the celebrity, knowing that they're out there enjoying the adventure as well. Because it really is good for people to get out in nature and just experience nature and just to experience the wonder that God has given us. Oh, definitely. And it, it's you know it, it's 
I don't drink. I don't take any kind of drugs whatsoever. It's I really get my high, and this sounds like a John Denver song, but I really get my high from being out in nature and, you know, trying to get as close to wildlife as I can and without disturbing them, of course. And uh, it's it just, it's really, it, it's it's something. And I and I challenge anybody to try it, just to get out there and, and experience it. It's, it's it, you know, it's really, it's really a, a positive experience. It is, especially being out in nature. When I was younger, I always wanted to move to Colorado because I had relatives that lived out there, and they always were talking about the mountains and how gorgeous they were. And so when I would go out to visit, I'd be in awe of these mountains. So when I was uh, 30, 29, 30, I finally made it to Colorado, and I was just in awe of the beauty. And even though where we live now here in South Dakota is beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. It took me moving away from here to actually love what South Dakota offers as well. But when I moved to Colorado, and I actually had moved to other states as well, but I realized how beautiful the United States was. No matter where you're at, each part of the country is beautiful. It has its own unique style. And so you're actually able to, you've been actually able to travel the world with this show. And so, and I, I would love to go to Belize sometimes. I bet that was just absolutely gorgeous. Canada, wherever. But then the beauty of each area you go to is 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 unique in itself and so i just i'm so in awe of you be able to do that and and really you know people say well we live in an urban area there are there are nature areas all over i mean you really don't have to drive that far they may not be as big as yellowstone but there's always places that you can go and get away and and experience things it is, especially like out in the rural areas. People, people say, "Oh, it's flat here." It, it is flat, but there's so many things to still do here. And there's, if you just get out and experience it, like Sioux Falls alone has. All you gotta do is just Google, you know, things to do outside in Sioux Falls. Whatever, I don't remember what it is, but things to do outside in Sioux Falls, and it'll bring up all kinds of different activities, or South Dakota, or wherever. And we don't even have to go very far to get to the hills, if people right. want to experience it hills so i just commend you guys so much because you actually took what was a setback in your life from losing your corporate job to doing something that you really intrigued you on um on just the video thing and then that led you into this and so you're learning from what you learned in the past to learn for the future Right, and then there's another part of our show that people don't realize is that if you watch the, the opening theme, we say in there, you know, it's just us. We don't bring up production crew in it. That's true. Terry and I literally do every job that has to do with the TV show. Mm-hmm. Her and you I do. Are doing it, and we like again. We've never been trained on this. We, you know, and. So, yeah, we're doing everything. We're doing the filming. We're doing the writing, the directing, the editing. I spend hours and hours editing. Terry writes the show. She she does, oh, my God, so much research. It's crazy. Um, you know, to find us places to film and get us, you know, get us permissions and all the things we need to. And it, there's a lot, lot that goes into it. And we're literally doing the job of 10, each of us. Mm-hmm. And, but the thing is, is it's not a job because we love it. We absolutely love it. And it's funny, we were on a, we were on a, we did a, just for fun, we went to the cities to be extras in a movie, because I wanted to see how they did it. Uh-huh. Because again, my, my training in this is watching TV. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we went there, and, and it amazed me, because, yeah, there's, there's 30 people that work on a movie, you know, there's the people that set things up, and there's the actors, and the director, and everything, the cameraman, all the people you, you know, you think about, 
but how it works is, okay, it's a lot of sitting around and waiting. So as they set up, everybody else is waiting. And as mm-hmm. they're filming, then the people that set up and, you know, people are waiting. Everybody's, everybody, there's always somebody waiting to do something. Well, Terry and I kind of take the approach that we're never waiting. We're doing all those jobs, and it keeps us busy, and, and, and we love it. So, Well, that's great because that is true entrepreneurship. When you're doing it all yourself, that is true entrepreneurship because you can't, you're not relying on somebody else to help you. You guys are just doing it yourself, and you've went and you've, you studied all this. You've done, like you said, hours and hours of research. I mean, that, Todd, is like true. You and Terry are true entrepreneurs because you have taken what you loved doing before in the past and made it your true passion. And that's basically what my quote said today is taking your passion, making it your wealthy, but also doing it for the good of others. And so you've done that because you're able to help others with your knowledge. Yeah, I think so. You know, it's really gratifying when we're, let's say we're at a grocery store, somebody walks up to us and says they love our show, where did you go where you saw those moose? Because we want to mm-hmm. go there. And, and that just, I, I love to hear that. And, um, you know, it happens a lot. Or we'll, we'll get an email, where did you film this at? Where did you see that, you know, bald eagle at? Or whatever, you know, and, and we'll mm-hmm. tell them. so Because they want to go and they want to see it in its natural environment, too. And that's that's awesome. Sure, sure it is, and then people like like that. Even though we see it on TV, sometimes we don't really realize it's out there. So when they see it in the natural environment, like what you guys have portrayed, they want to get out there and they want to see it themselves. So that just brings more enlightenment also to the beauty of nature and what right. is out there for our human eyes to see. Yep, yep, that's right. Well, Todd, you guys are just fantastic. I think this is just great. Um, Terry is actually being busy being a grandma, or else she would be on our show with us today. That's and right. <laughs> when we, we're almost at break, we've got about a minute or so until break, but when we come back from break, I want to talk about more about your new show, what you're doing, but also some trials and tribulations you've overcome while shooting this this series and your um, this show that you have. But you've also overcome, besides losing your job, several years ago you've also overcome some cancer challenge a cancer challenge and i know somebody right now who actually as we speak she is undergoing um, a double mastectomy for cancer so i just wanted to talk more about you about that and then how we how other people can move on from that and as they heal and as they grow and how um you know as with you you are thinking about a new show already you know even though we have setbacks in our lives we can keep moving forward Right. Okay. So, well, that is fantastic, Todd. So, again, your uh, your website is natureadventuresonline dot org, and mine right. is joehosman dot org. Sorry, mine is joehosman dot com. And if everybody has questions for the show, feel free to give us a call in at one eight eight eight. 346-9141 that will get us to my engineer who will get you on the line so again if you have any questions one 346 9141 Todd we'll be right back after break sounds good it's your world motivate change succeed VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. 
Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you see someone, are you seeing the person or the perception? We see labels such as fat, thin, black, white, rich, poor, but we don't always see the true identity. Listen for New Dimensions with Reverend Nicholas Barrett. On this program, we'll embrace the breaking down of societal paradigms, our norms, and acceptance of our false selves. You can find your identity the way that God intended. Forget all the labels that you think you see. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to my show, Go For It, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. My special guest today is Todd Magnuson. And before the break, we were talking about Todd and the show that him and this gal, Terry, created, where they go out and they do, they, well, I'm probably not saying it right, but you guys go out and you look at exotic animals throughout the country, throughout the world, and then you have a TV show for it. So before the break, we were talking about that and how that all got started. And now, after the break, we talked about we want... Todd has overcome his own trials and tribulations and challenges with cancer that he had. And so, Todd, tell me a little bit about how that all went down, how long it's been since you've had your cancer treatment. Because right now I know a gal who's undergoing a double mastectomy for her cancer. And so sending the prayer warriors out for her and everybody else who's undergoing that. But tell us a little bit about your cancer and how you've overcome it. And now you're moving on and wanting to start a new show. Right. Well, what it, it was prostate cancer, um, just caught during a regular, you know, yearly physical. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously I've got to encourage everybody to, you know, go for those yearly, yearly physicals and, and keep up on it. But, yeah, it uh, prostate cancer, it was in over, well over half of my prostate. Um, I'm young. I'm in my young, younger 50s, so, you know, it's, it's not the kind of thing you want to hear. It was shocking. Um, I had the surgery for it. Um, it, was a, it was a tough summer. It was last summer, last uh, June, actually, when I had the surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, had some setbacks during the summer, you know, with infections and things like that, but, uh, but as of now, I, you know, if, if I had amnesia, <laughs> I would have no reason to believe I ever had cancer except for the, uh, the scars on my stomach from the surgery, so. Well, that's fantastic. So you're cancer-free? Yes, cancer-free. Oh, that's perfect. That is perfect. I'm so glad to hear that. I kind of watch you. Todd and I are friends also on Facebook along with being friends um, other than that, but that's how I knew about it because, you know, we sent the prayer warriors out for you, so we... I know a lot of people that were praying for you. So I am so happy to hear that, Todd. That is fantastic. So now you're on to your new show. When do you think that will go into production, or are you just thinking about it now, putting all the plans into place? As you know, we always have to do our business plans and all that. 
Yeah, it's definitely in pre-production. What we're trying to do right now is we're trying to find some investment money to uh, to do this show because as Nature Adventures, like I said, it was just us. But we really want to up the production quality and the value on this, you know, with the celebrity thing, and, and market it to some major networks. And, uh, you know, we've made the contacts over the years with Nature Adventures, and the networks that we've talked to are definitely ready uh, for something like this, they're they're anxious to see it. So yeah, so that's a, that's <clears throat> excuse me, that's what where we're at right now is we're trying to raise some money, and uh, once we do that, we'll hit the ground running basically, and uh, and get it done. So it all takes money, doesn't it? It's always yeah, about money. Takes money. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It really does. <laughs> so if people want to contact you to maybe donate for the cause or help you find a financial. Um, things for that. Where do, where do they contact you? Is there a phone number? Is there an email address? How do they contact you? Well, I was going to say they can go to our website, but it, during the break, we found out our website isn't working right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I don't know what the deal is there. Um, find us on Facebook, I'll say that, or Twitter. But uh, yeah, if they if they want to get a hold of me, um, they can they can contact me at uh, TNT Todd and Terry at natureadventuresonline.org. Hopefully that works. I don't, I don't, again, I don't know what's wrong with our website. So. Well, it's just for the show, I'm sure, today. It'll be back up. You know, who knows what's wrong, yeah, you know, when knows? these websites go down. But it usually <laughs> doesn't take them long. They'll come back up again. So, But his website yeah. is natureadventuresonline.org, and then your email is T, T as in Terry, T as in, yeah. <laughs> sorry, T as in Todd. N as in Nancy, and then T as in Terry. So TNT at natureadventuresonline.org. So there you have it. So tell me now, you also talked about you're going to be going out to Spearfish, South Dakota later today, and you're going to be doing some speaking. So tell tell the audience a little bit about that and that you guys go out and you do speaking engagements and you also do live shows. Right. Um, we do speaking because uh, um, I, I think we've got kind of an inspirational story to tell. Um, we love telling it to kids. I mean, you know, talk about a talk about a don't give up on your dream story. Um, mm-hmm. We're the perfect example of that, and you know, stick with it. And you know, who knows? You know, uh, and, and you know, look what happened to us. But we we do that. We do public speaking, and. Uh, it's real, real light and lots of laughs type of thing, and we do a live show, Nature Adventures Live, where we go around, and uh, I have a spare bedroom full of reptiles, oh. and we take those, <laughs> take those around. <laughs> when, you, when you were at my place, you didn't know about that, did you? No, I did not. I did not know about that, Todd, and I'm really glad I didn't. Now, that was four or five years ago. Have you have you gotten more reptiles since then, Todd? Uh, probably a few less, but yeah, I've, I've still got a lot. And we take those around to schools, and the kids love it, and we, we educate them on reptiles. And... Uh, and get kids excited uh, about that because it, it, it's it's funny even in the most rural schools in South Dakota we'll take along a bull snake you know a very common South Dakota snake mm-hmm. and these kids have no idea they've never seen one before and I just think that's awful because they're probably right out their back door mm-hmm. and uh, but you know kids today don't get outside like we used to and play and and right. so yeah it's something we really want to encourage them to do and and, and pique their curiosity and oh, uh, and, and the, the reptiles definitely do that. So, so how many different reptiles do I even want to know? How many different reptiles do you have in your house, Todd? <laughs> it's sad that I get asked this, and the answer is I'm not sure. There's probably oh, oh I don't know, thirty. Oh, um, now a lot of them are turtles. Everybody loves turtles. Oh, okay, good. Well I love turtles. Are, well over half are turtles. 
So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, well, good. Uh, so, what I kind got, of uh, other animals do you have in there? Uh, snakes, lizards. Uh, I used to have an alligator that lived in my living room, but I had to I had to get rid of him because he got too big. And uh, and I have cats, and they all get along just fine. So, <laughs> really, the yeah. cats get along with the exotic. Do you allow them in the same room? Yeah, they go in there, and they they're they're actually scared of them. So it is <laughs> <laughs> the, the cats freak out, and they don't want anything to do with them. So. Okay, what was that thing that was above your TV? I remember that. It was in the that cage. That was an iguana. Yeah, I had an iguana. Iguana, yep. 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 But that I remember. I remember yep. that in there because I remember going, what is that? <laughs> yep. But you were very good. You enlightened me about what it was. Yeah, there was a time when we first hit the air and we were doing you know, these shows about South Dakota snakes on just PBS. Um, it's like we got all of a sudden all the animal control and everybody was contacting us because nobody wanted to deal with reptiles especially oh. animal control in Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. So there was a time that I was, they were giving me snakes every week, and I finally had to say, no, I, I, <laughs> I can't take any more. So. Mm-hmm. so what do you do with them when you, you just keep them and then you take them around when you do your live speaking and your live shows? Yeah, um, well, for a while there, I was putting ads on Craigslist and trying to rehome a lot of them, but, and right, I did. Right. But, yeah, I'll, 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 we'll take those around, and, and uh, we've had... Well, some crazy, some crazy things happen as far as as that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a call one time from the sheriff in Olivet, South Dakota, which is this little town of maybe four hundred people, five hundred. I don't know, small town. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. sheriff said, "There's a guy in town that's got claims that he's got a um, hundred fifty or a hundred eight foot long bull snakes in his yard." And yeah. the sheriff said, I'm afraid of snakes. I'm not even going to go over there and look. Can you come here? <laughs> and I said, sure, I want to see this. I didn't believe. I want to see this. So Terry and I uh-huh. jumped in the car, and it was a couple-hour drive, and we go to this guy, and we went to the sheriff's office, and the sheriff wouldn't even go over there. He just pointed where this guy lived. Uh-huh. And so we go to this guy's yard, and this guy's from Norway. Why he's in South Dakota, I, I'd never asked. But he's from mm-hmm. Norway, and they don't have snakes in Norway. So he was he had no clue what to do. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is in his yard he had an old an old well or something where this it was in the fall and the snakes were coming to go to you know for the winter to go in this well because snakes have to go below the frost line in South oh. Dakota to survive. Mm-hmm. So we went there and yeah, there was a lot of snakes in his yard. There weren't a hundred; there were probably fifty. But instead of being eight feet long, they were all eight inches long. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Terry picked him up, and she said, hey, if I can pick him up, you can, and they're not going to hurt you. And, and by the time we left, I think he kept one as a pet. So, What did you do with the rest of them? Just, what, do I, know, I, I don't just, know what I you do with left. the rest of them? No, I left them. I, I, didn't, oh. I didn't need a whole bunch. I already had oh. a couple of bull snakes. That's plenty. So. <laughs> so they're only eight inches long, so that's not too bad. Yeah, I, I could probably yeah. pick up something like that. So what's like the most exotic animal you've seen or you've um, dealt with? Well, um, for me, the most exciting was to find an American crocodile. Um, that was in Cozumel, and we also saw some in South Florida because um, they get very—they can get up to eight feet, eighteen feet long. You know, these great big crocodiles. So that was that was exciting. Um, I've also swam with with dolphins and uh, sea turtles. That was, you know, that was a lot of fun too. Um, it, it's really hard to narrow it down um, because we've seen so many things. We've, oh, right. you know see uh you know otters and and uh moose and boy just just everything we, we've been very blessed it's been very rare you know when we first started the show it was uh we were going to do a okay this week we're going to do a show about badgers 
Okay, mm-hmm. so, okay, let's go out and try to find a badger. And then after two weeks, even though you see them every day around here, when you look for them, you don't find them. So right. we, changed the, we changed the format of the show. Is we're not going to do a show about animals. We'll do a show about an area. We'll go to an area, what we see, the viewers will see, and and kind of go from there. So And, and I, it's, we've been pretty lucky. It's, it's been very rare we've been shut out. But we have been shut out. And being a real show, a real reality show, that's, that's what the viewers saw. So. You're kind of like the start of the reality shows is what I think. Yeah. Because you're you're a real reality show. You just get out there in nature, and it's it's just real, and it's it's pure, and it's you know you're just right out there. And I you know I'm not a real big reality show fan, but I will watch once in a great while. And I don't know I, your show is just it's just there, and it's just you guys are so true and so passionate about what you do that it really brings out the best in you guys, but it also brings out the best in nature, and it brings out the best about these animals. Right. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, you know, a lot of these wildlife shows, you know, oh, they just happen to run across this animal and this animal. And when I know darn well, they brought them with and set mm-hmm. them up there. We don't do that. We, you know, it's real. If we really find, you know, a sea cow or whatever, that that's, you know, that's real. So Okay, so what, okay, so now let's back up. What's a sea cow? Well, I've never I heard know. of a sea cow. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think I made that up. No. Oh, I was going to say, I'm not going to even I had never heard of that before. Now, getting back to the dolphins, I have swam with dolphins. I went down to Disney uh, in February, and I swam with a dolphin named Cindy, and it was really a fun experience. Now, we're we're in, you know, we they, she had a trainer, and so we're in an enclosed area, but it was just so neat to be with them, and they're also well-trained, but the animals you're with are not well-trained. So when you swam with dolphins, were they exotic or were they trained or what were they like? Well, the dolphins, we, they were, I don't, I don't know where they came from, but they were in a gigantic enclosure. Um, mm-hmm. It was in Mexico and, uh, you know, good or bad, Mexico really doesn't have the same laws we do as far as animals. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But, uh, <laughs> But yeah, but, you know they were they were well taken care of where we went, so so it was fun. But the, anything else, you know, sea turtles, stingrays, things like that. I was I'd, I'd never uh, snorkeled before. I almost drowned, but oh. once I got the hang of it, yeah, they, there was things all over the place, and it was it was awesome. So, uh-huh. so have you ever been bit? Have you ever had to go to the hospital because of a bite? I love the I love the question. That's the second most question we get asked: Have you ever been bit? Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, oh my gosh, have I ever been bit? <laughs> Terry, <laughs> Terry's only been bit. I only remember her being bit once, oh, and wow. that was by a, a bearded dragon that she was actually feeding. And he, instead of biting the banana she was feeding, he kind of got her finger. So it was a oh. total accident. But yeah, I've been bitten by alligators. Um, Lots, lots of different kinds of snakes, but nothing that's ever put me in the hospital. Nothing venomous. So. Oh, good. Well, that's good because you said when you were on your show, oh, doing your show, uh, the alleg- the croc- oh, what was that guy's name? The crocodile guy. Oh, uh, Steve Irwin. Yeah. Steve Irwin. Yeah. So, because he was, you know, bit and then unfortunately passed away. So now, was he kind of uh, an idol for you guys? Did oh, you kind oh, of gosh. follow in his footsteps? Yes, definitely my inspiration. Um, mm-hmm. I just loved, I, you know, a lot of people didn't like him because kind of over the top, but that's what I loved about him. Mm-hmm. And he was so over the top and so passionate, that's, that's what drew me to it. And 
you know, I'm I'm more laid back than he ever, you know, than he is. Uh-huh. I couldn't, uh-huh. I couldn't fake that. So I told Terry to make our show different. Let's do what they're doing, but let's let's infuse humor, which which we do all the time. We're constantly uh-huh. joking around, and probably the best compliment Terry and I have ever gotten. And we've gotten this compliment from many different people, from producers to you know wildlife people to just you know viewers. It says. It uh, it doesn't matter what show you two were on. If it was a baking show, nature show, car repair show, we'd watch because they enjoy goofing around. So exactly, and that I think that's the best part because when they see you're having fun, then they want to join in on that fun, and that's right. kind of like that Steve Irwin. He he really enjoyed and endured what he did, and that's what not a lot of people can say that they love what they do. And you guys can really, truly say that you guys love what you do, and you're good at it. And that's because of the love and the passion that you have for that. Right. Yeah, I, I hope we're good at it. But, yeah, there's definitely love and passion you are. for it. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. You are definitely good at it. And that's why it's going to be even more fantastic when you, when you bring on this next show, bring in a celebrity out. Because I think then more people are going to relate to that celebrity. Not you guys are celebrities in yourselves. But if you bring out somebody else, that's, more people are going to relate to that. And so, you know, your, your um, viewing audience is just going to grow bigger and bigger. And I just think it's... You know, what a wonderful concept to go all the way from Canada down to Belize and, you know, from South Dakota. You know, not that South Dakota is a bad place to be because it's not. It's a wonderful place to be. But sometimes it's the little things that will get you to the biggest places. And so we just have to dream and believe and, you know, keep working our working our passion and working our job that we love to do. Right. And, and, you know, and yeah, we have been all over, but honestly, we, we always do a South Dakota show every year because, you know, it's, it's our home. And honestly, I, I, I think that South Dakota's probably got the best natural resources and scenery and, and, and creatures that, of anywhere in the world. So, uh-huh. um, and that's not an endorsement, you know, brought about by South Dakota tourism or anything because <laughs> that's just how I really feel. You Hashtag high from SD. Yeah, we tried to partner with them, but they didn't want anything to do with this. So maybe it's the well, snakes. I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe after they hear the show, maybe they will, Todd. Maybe they're going to yeah. partner with you guys and bring in the income that you need. I think that ship sailed. But oh well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be. But you know, we can always yeah. try. <laughs> well, there's you a know, hashtag. Live shows too, but that scares a lot of people. I got to tell you this story quick. Um, we do these live shows, and we were doing a show at the South Dakota State Fair. And uh, Terry doesn't let me do this anymore. But we, you know, the show is it, it, more humor than education. But we still we bring the animals around and teach you about them. But uh, one of my one of my gags was I would uh, I take a bucket and I put it in the middle of the stage and I'd ask the audience who's heard of a king cobra and everybody'd raise their hand. I wouldn't say that I had a kid. I'd just say have ever heard of a king cobra. And so I open this bucket up and nothing happens. And I'm I'm poking at the bucket and nothing happens. And then the front row is this little boy that had a big old funnel cake with the powdered sugar all over it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, people are thinking there's a king cobra in this bucket and it won't come out. And so I knock the bucket over, and this kid got so scared he he flew the he threw the the funnel cake up in the air and it looked like a mushroom cloud of powdered <laughs> sugar. And uh, the mother. So was Terry, very happy. Terry doesn't let you do that anymore. Then no, you're not the allowed to do was, that. The mother was really mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happens. <laughs> yeah, it happens. 
<laughs> oh, that's funny. So you're not allowed to do that anymore. But no, hey, I tell you what, we're about at our second break already. Gosh, I can't believe it. The time is just wow. flying by. So, but I'm still going to give your website address. It'll be back on, I'm sure, eventually. Nature Adventures online.org or even.com so natureadventuresonline.org and mine is joehosman.com if you guys have any questions for Todd or I please give a call in at one 346 9141 and Todd we'll be right back after break for more fun stories about your show alright on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you in your own driver's seat? Tune in to a program that will get you there based on what others have managed to do through challenges in their lives and how they persevered. Tune in to The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. On our show, we use real issues and experts to help you reclaim your life. Danielle and her guests are here to steer you in the right direction. Make sure that you are here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time to harness your power. The Compassionate Life is about just that. There are so many human beings who have made a name for themselves by being humanitarians. They have become individuals who are known for being selfless, kind, and compassionate. Host Dr. Brittany King is also one of these humanitarians. Each week she shares stories of kindness that she has experienced throughout the world, both as a contributor and recipient of these acts of love and kindness. Listen every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at joehausman.com that's j-o at joehausman.com now back to go for it Welcome back to my show, Go For It, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I have my special guest, Todd Magnuson, on, on the line with me today. And we are having so much fun talking about his show, uh, natureadventuresonline.org. But Nature Adventures is a show that him and his partner, Terry, created. And it's about going out and shooting wildlife in their natural habitat and just teaching people about that. So, Todd, okay, so you've talked about you've been bit many, many, many times. But what about <laughs> some... <laughs> Do I have to emphasize that many, many times? Yes. (laughs) Thankfully, not anything to put you in the hospital. Thank goodness. So, and Terry, bless her heart, she's a sweetheart. She's only been bit once. So, I think, yeah, as far as I know, yeah. (laughs) There you have it. So, tell me, you were talking about you have some really funny stories to do with the animals because you guys have been doing this seven years now, or have the show in production seven years now. So, tell me some of your funniest stories that you've had with the animals. Well, uh, you know, we always have a disclosure before the show. You know, basically it says, we, we, we know what we're doing. Don't do what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time we were in Custer State Park, and there was this big uh, big bull uh, buffalo, and he was off by himself. And I walked up to him, even though don't don't ever do this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It, you know, you hear about this all the time. Um, it's like I got that close to him. But... Uh, 
and and I I do feel I know what I'm doing. And growing up on a cattle ranch, um, you know, all, all animals all animals feel emotion just like we do in fear. And if you're able to to grow up around it like I did, you can sense that, especially in a hooved animal, because you can see it in their eyes. I can see it in their eyes, and whether it's a moose or a cow, you can tell. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, that being said, I got I got up in this this. This buffalo bluff charged me, which just meaning he, he charged after me just saying he, kind of a playful thing. And uh-huh. he did that, and I looked back at the car, and I asked Terry, did you, did you film that? And she, was, she didn't. <laughs> she uh-huh. <did> something else. <laughs> so, so me being the dummy, I did it again to make sure it was on camera. So. <laughs> oh, nice. That was real good, Todd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, you know, we, you know, we, we don't free, uh, encourage anybody to do that, to, to get close to wildlife. Um, but, but there are people in this world that, that, that can. Um, we've got a friend down in Oklahoma that's got a tiger refuge, and he can walk into this cage with 15 tigers, and, he, and he's fine, although somebody else couldn't. Um, people, people have asked me many times, can animals sense fear? And I really believe that they can. Mm-hmm. And... You know, and and that's that's when you're in trouble. So, so again, so you, uh, I I don't want to encourage anybody to do this, but I've gotten within you know a few feet of a wild moose and things like that. But but uh, I, I really you know you can tell you can tell when it's when it's okay when it's not. So so okay. Like so it. how can not that not that we encourage anybody to go out and do this, but how can you tell how? if they're fearful or if they're scared of you so that's when they're really going to charge isn't it is like when they're scared of you or when you they feel like you're invading their territory yeah exactly um well you know how many people have dogs out there probably almost all almost everybody's Mm -hmm. had a dog at one point you can tell Mm -hmm. when your dog's angry Mm -hmm. you know you can tell he's showing his teeth his ears are back you know the hair on the back of his neck's probably up you know when a dog is angry Mm -hmm. well all animals even a snake can give you that same signal before something's going to happen. Um, with a with a hooved animal, you can see it in their the whites of their eyes. If you can see the whites of their eyes, that that's the way for me to tell this animal's scared. So I'm not going to be able to predict what it's going to do. It's time to back off. Mm-hmm. If it's got that look in his eye, you know, like your dog when he you know when he's just looking at you begging for food. Obviously, the look on his and his eyes are different then than when he's afraid. So mm-hmm. it, it's just something. Um, even, and I like I said, even with a snake or even even a turtle, you can you can tell you can tell by the look in their eye. You know what if if you can predict their behavior, and if you can't, that's the time to step away. So, mm-hmm. so what's the best? Okay, so what's the best scenario to do? So, if you're out, say you're out in nature, you're taking a walk, maybe you come across a mountain lion, right? Something. What is the best thing to do to protect yourself? Because you know us normal, not normal people, but you know us people that just go out for a hike. Say we run across something like that, and we don't know if that that animal is scared or not. Do we stop? Do we walk backwards? Do we keep moving forward? What do we do so we don't intimidate that animal so that animal comes after us? Well, a general rule of thumb is again: don't 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 let the animal know you're freaking out. Don't don't freak out. Don't don't run away. Don't you know? Don't start crying, just screaming, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just be just be cool. Just be cool and and stop. Okay, and, so stopping you know, is the best thing to do instead yeah, of that's, that's running or walking you know, and, away. And there's different things with different animals. Um, mountain lion, you want to make yourself as big as possible. There, there's just, you know, it all depends. You know, if you do get in the indication that this animal might, might hurt you, 
um, mm-hmm. you know, do these things. But yeah, the main thing is just, just stop. Just, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, if almost 99.9% of the time, if you're not, if you're not harassing the animal, they're not going to harass you. And oh, they're good. also going to be afraid of you and, and want to get, you know, get away. They're not going to attack. Um, so many stories we get all the time about, oh, this snake attacked me and, yeah, I, I, it's just not true. Like they're 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 they want to get away. You know, animals oh. want to get away. So. Mm-hmm. What's the most frequent question that you get asked from your listeners? Uh, if Terry and I are married, <laughs> 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 and I'm not going to answer that question. It's kind of like the uh, the kiss without the makeup or uh, Clarabelle the clown. You, you just you don't want to reveal it. So right, you want right, you want right, people to keep keep wondering and they'll keep <laughs> tuning in. So. Okay. So besides that, what's your second best, what's your second most asked question? Uh, then it's the uh, have ever have I ever been bit? But oh, yeah. uh, but after right. that, it, right. it, it, it's usually it's usually questions about um, where where were we when this happened? Because oh, people sure. people want to know. People want to go there and they want to experience things. Mm-hmm. So. No, and, that's and fun. another thing is, what's the favorite place you've ever we've ever gone to? And that's again real tough. Um, probably when we were down in the Yucatan, Belize area, um, you know, we're in this jungle. Being from South Dakota, there's not a lot of jungles around here, uh, unless you count my yard. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> the, uh, you know, with, with monkeys in the trees and, and the, the opportunity, you might see a jaguar or something. That was, that was a great experience. So oh, That's cool. So where? So I'm sorry. Where is the neatest place? Belize, I just think, would just be awesome to be. Yeah, at. it was. And in the jungle, of Belize, you know, wherever we go, there's a surprise. And in the jungles of Belize, there's these grasshoppers that are literally eight inches long. And I, I, I thought that was really neat. Really, and grasshopper eight inches long. Oh, yeah. The guide, of course, yeah. it's nothing. You know, they don't think about it. But for me, it's like, wow. Can you imagine what that would do to our cornfield? You know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So what, uh, let me see, I want to think of another kind of wild question for you. What is the wildest animal you've ever seen or been in touch with? Um, surprisingly, it, would, it was something we found in South Dakota, and mm-hmm. they're not here anymore, but we found uh, black-footed ferrets, which is the most uh, which is the most ex- well? They're not quite extinct, but the the rarest species of any mammal in the world. Um, you know, there's probably like only a few hundred in the whole world. And at one time, they were thought to be extinct. You know, not too long, like 40 years ago, they thought they were extinct. They found a small colony in Wyoming, and they've been trying to to reintroduce them into areas. And we were in the lower rural area here in South Dakota. A few mm-hmm. years ago, where they were trying to reintroduce them, and uh, we saw three in one night. Was just, just you know, that's amazing because at the time there's probably less than a hundred alive in the whole world, and uh, so that was really something. But unfortunately, they 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 didn't make it. So uh, other mm-hmm. parts of the country they have they have taken off, and, and their populations are starting to grow. But but mm-hmm. at the time, yeah, that was that was incredible that we that we were able to 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 be that close to them and see them in the wild. Wow. I saw a gopher by my house last night and I kind of freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better get a snake and he'll take care of that gopher for you. <laughs> get what? Yeah, snakes love gophers. <laughs> oh, Todd. <laughs> but, you know, maybe that might be something to consider. Who knows? 
right. So I'm excited about this new show that you have going on, but also you have, like I said, some speaking engagements. Do you have anything booked out to the near future? Is, you know, people can contact you at your email, which is tnt at natureadventuresonline.org. Is there specific things you talk about? Do you, is there a certain group you like talking to better, like um, elementary students or uh, kids in general or adults or what is it that is your favorite subject to talk about and to talk about when you go out on the speaking? Well, I kind of like what we're doing here. I just love going out and talking probably more to adults. Well, that's not true because, you know, it's, I really like to inspire the kids too. But mm-hmm. just, just to tell some of these stories and uh, it's just a lot of fun. It, it, uh, I, I love making people laugh and, uh, you know, if I can make somebody laugh with more stories or, or on the show, you know, that's, that, 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 that's the biggest thrill for me. So. Oh, yeah, because you guys, you guys are fun to watch. You really are. The chemistry between you two is just really inspiring and just really fun to watch. Now, I do have a caller on the line, Troy from Nebraska. Uh, it's, I have a time for, like, a quick question, Todd, or you have time for that? Because, sure, sure. like I said, we, only, we have about three minutes until we have to close. So, Troy, why don't you go ahead and ask us your question? Hey, Todd, how are you? Good. Good. Hey, I've got some ground that uh, we do a lot of hunting on up by the um, Vermilion on the Nebraska side here. And we okay. have a, a tremendous amount of bobcats in there, but they're hard to even get them on camera. And I was always just curious to listen to the program here if you'd be interested in coming down and doing a program on them and seeing you know, how they interact. And they're such a, they're, they're such a stealthy animal that I, I was just kind of curious if you'd be interested in coming just across the river and looking in. We have about 600 acres there. It would be, oh. I think, and we have a lot of wildlife there, and it's really secluded. Nobody can get to it, and I have the private lease on it. I didn't know if you'd be interested in doing, you know, some exploratory, you know, filming down there. Definitely. Um, yeah, if you uh, if you could email me or find me on Facebook or whatever, let's, yep. let's get together and talk about that. And honestly, people ask, you know, where, how do we decide where to go? This is, this is. 80% of the time, it's people telling us about things like this, and mm-hmm. we jump on it, and we, we'd love to. Um, in all our years, we've only seen one bobcat ever in the wild. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that would, that would be awesome to, to do that. So We have quite a population down there, but they're extremely hard to find even on camera. I've seen three of them now from a hunting blind that I've had, and I don't, we don't let anybody take them, harvest them or anything. They're just fun to watch. Right. Oh, okay, yeah. But, yeah, contact me, and, yeah, mm-hmm. well, that would definitely be something we want to do. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Joe. Well, great. Yeah, thanks for calling in, Troy. That's fantastic. See, you got you already got um, somebody else interested in having you come down, Todd. Yeah, that's that's great. Maybe we can be a celebrity when we come too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and so that's a true example of where people can find you and how you go and find these other areas because I'm sure there's lots of areas around the country you don't know anything about or it's still unknown. So local people that know their area really should contact you to have you come and film in that area. Yeah, and we're that's what we're looking for. We, you know, we've been to Yellowstone and, and the Smoky Mountains, and all we saw was tourists. So it's people mm-hmm. like this that tell us about these places where there aren't people. That's where we're interested in going. So. Mm-hmm. Especially in the remote areas, like you said. Oh, gotcha. You grew up in a remote area, and then this sounds like it's a remote area down there with 600 acres, you said. So right. I just think that is, that was a fantastic call. Yes, that's ideal. Like, that, was, that was great. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we have about one minute till break. Or, sorry, one minute till the end of the show already. I can't believe how fast it's went. So again, Todd's website is natureadventuresonline.org. And to contact Todd, it's tnt at natureadventuresonline.org. Is that right, Todd? Yes. And if you don't get through, give us a chance to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> or find him on Facebook. So again... Yeah, uh, Facebook always works, right? Yeah, so you're under Todd Magnuson, but you're also under Nature Adventures on Facebook? Yes, yep. Okay, perfect. Todd, we are about out of time for the day. Thank you so much for being on my show. You have just been a delight. I'm sure you have enticed the listeners a lot to learn about the exotic animals, including myself. And now that I try not to be afraid of gophers anymore. So, again, thank you so much for being on my show and hope to have you back here in the near future. Again, my name is Joe Hosman. Thank you so much for listening to my show. Go for it here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Everybody have a great week. God bless and see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great day and an even better week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hi, I'm John Rainey, Chief Financial Officer of United Airlines, and I'm honored to be the National Chair for the 2015 March for Babies campaign for the March of Dimes. United is a proud supporter of the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're